0: cliffcentral.com. It is time to talk about Markets Mondays. Whether you're a new trader looking for a safe place to start or an experienced trader who's looking for low spreads, multi-assets, and high-tech, you will find markets.com suits you perfectly. How do I know this? Well, because I'm trying markets.com. But more importantly, if you don't believe that you have the capacity to do this, we've got someone who's going to join us in a second who can absolutely convince you that it is possible to be an amateur and to try this for the first time and have a lot of fun doing it. Here's a special offer to everyone who's listening. You can follow the link on cliffcentral.com, register with markets.com and you will get a 30% bonus on your deposit. Now that is not nothing and it's worth having a try. Speaking of having a try, uh, in both senses, rugby legend Brian Habana is back to give us an update on his trading journey, sharing his insights into strategy adaptations with recent market volatility. This is one you don't want to miss. Brian, it's always good to see you. How are you, dude? Brian, I'm can you hear us? That Aha, there he is. Good man, how are you? Yeah, very no, good. Not I'm a planning. problem the
1: horrendous weather conditions in Cape Town, firstly for traffic and secondly for the fact that signaling the office is not working. So, been Well, I know. We,
0: listen, we all know how busy you are, so I, 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 it's <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> Dude, uh, okay. One That's of cool. the One of the reasons we love having you on when it's Markets yeah. Mondays is because you're just an ordinary guy like us. You're not some whiz trader who knows exactly how to manipulate the markets and do like derivatives and hedging and all of this (laughs) stuff future trading getting there getting there i mean uh, okay so how's the how's it going for you because you won't lie to us you're not going to say to us oh well you know it's working out great when you've lost money um when we last had you on the show what were you trading then and what's influencing your selection at the moment
1: so, firstly, yeah, it's great to be on on Market
0: Mondays again.
1: Um, it has been an interesting journey. I think you know when you sort of start reading stats that you know, between eighty and eighty-five percent of first timers actually lose money, and you know you think you're not going to be a part of those stats. You look at things very differently. And as you rightly mentioned, the uh, the first couple of months has been interesting. Just. Firstly, knowing the discipline of actually almost logging in every day and, and seeing what the markets are doing, maybe even a couple of times in the day. So post your normal morning routine, then logging in. So I think for me, a commodity like gold was something that I thought was a, was a real steadfast. Um, but unfortunately led to a big loss because, you know, I didn't know about a profit loss, you know, of optionality because, you know, I just saw my, my constant gold commodity starts dropping. But I didn't understand that I could actually have this preventative tools on Markets. dot com that allows you to to make sure that you don't lose too much money, which I think is really important. Are
0: you, are you talking about like a stop loss? Because they've got oh, those. Loss. Sorry, yeah, stop yeah, loss. Yeah, yeah sorry. So they've, stop they've, loss. they've got those on markets.com. So, so yeah. Brian, you bought gold, which everyone tells me is like the safest thing you could buy. I also bought some, and yeah. it hasn't gone. It hasn't gone according to plan, which is very frustrating. But I I appreciate you being honest about it. Yeah.
1: No, 100%. And, you know, you sort of, again, listen to mates, you listen to what you believe the market you get. I I had this great philosophy. If I invest or, you know, get things that I literally have in my house. So, I mean, I watch Netflix, you know, I've got a a Microsoft Azure account, you know, things that I believe are sustainable. um, And even those you know that I thought would be really good have just not turned out exactly like I thought it would be so it's been it has been an interesting journey but i think the the, the discipline around you know, educating yourself, which I think is really important. Also being able to, through the Markets.com platform, understand the educational optionalities, which they do have on there for you, which I think is really important. So, again, your stop loss, you know, your profit-taking opportunity, whenever the small margins are there to, to take profit, you know, you can actually do it. So I'm learning. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not quite an advanced trader in any way or form. Um, the derivatives and, you know, all of those things, I'll hopefully get to in the next couple of months, Gareth.
0: All right. But your trading decisions must have been changing. I know that you're the kind of guy who takes training seriously. You will be using all those resources I was talking about just a moment ago on markets.com. They've got very smart people there that will help you to understand how it works. So what yeah. what have you been learning and what have you changed since we last spoke?
1: I think the biggest thing is understanding that if you're going to be a sort of a fish in a very small fish bowl a goldfish type environment and not understanding that you know the wide variety of optionalities is very much more like the atlantic ocean um, you know yeah. you're going to be very confused so if you're going to have blinkers on and only focus on one or two strategic things unfortunately in my opinion, you know, that's probably not going to be in any way a positive outcome. And you need to, unfortunately, expand your own line of view. You need to expand your own sort of circums of in- influence because you need to start looking at, you know, what the global markets are doing, you know, both on a physical currency perspective so what's the rand doing against the dollar against the pound against the yen um against the euro but then also in terms of you know stocks and, and how you look at things you could actually do a little bit of research on you know what a company's shareholding and budgeting and their forecast structure is all about because you know if you're not willing to expand your own expertise and, and line of view um, you're going to come up short in my opinion
0: all right, so let's let's get on to something that uh, I think a lot of people want to know about. There's a yeah. finance magnet summit that is taking place from the eighth to the tenth of May, and Markets.com yeah. and you will be present at the seminar. Can you tell us some interesting things that you'll have in store for the people who attend?
1: I think I'm massively honoured and privileged to, to be afforded the opportunity to be on stage with Markets.com and Solomon Günden, um, you know, a lot smarter than me, you know, just talking about firstly what com is all about but you know on a platform in finance magnet where there's some absolutely incredible people within the industry i actually got a, med- a message from karen nadison the ceo of, of pay you this weekend uh, saying that you know, she's i think up before me or after me i said well i actually don't know what i'm sure. talking about because my wow. um, you know you, you talk about ceos of you know massive organizations so i must say i'm, I'm feeling a little bit out of my depth but to your point earlier, you know, being able to really talk about my authentic trading journey, um, you know, on the Markzop.com platform, again, the ease of use there are, but also, you know, as we look through various other opportunities, um, you know, to invest, to sort of broaden our own wealth in- environment, um, you know, what Markzop, what Com can actually do. So really excited to be there. I, like to, I do feel a bit out of my depth. I'm mm. going to maybe have to be studying a little bit more of the, you know, the business day of, over the next two weeks.
0: Yeah, listen, I've <laughs> I feel the same way about these things. I'm I'm totally out of my depth. Sometimes I don't even know which questions to ask. But there are smart people that are going to be there, and I think people should know about it. So we'll put all the details on our website. Go to cliffcentral.com for the uh the info on that. Okay, let's go into something that you absolutely do know the best. And we keep throwing forward to the World Cup coming up, and you've already told us that you think we've got a chance. Um, but lots of people are saying these European teams are amazing. So moving into rugby, in the same yeah. way that we've seen the trading landscape change, you've had the pleasure of watching the game of rugby progress over the years. So what would you say is the biggest difference between how rugby was played just a few years ago when you were playing and now?
1: So I think the unfortunate mainstay is that rugby is still a very complicated game, Gareth. You know, the rules and regulations and obviously the clampdown from a player welfare perspective. So, you know, we've been seeing a lot more yellow and, and red cards over the last while, you know, as we look at you know, trying to prevent more than anything, head, you know, head contact and collisions and in that form. Um, I yeah. think where the game has gone is we've seen what used to be a very... Southern hemisphere dominated rugby perspective, move up into the northern hemisphere where you know you have the likes of Ireland, France absolutely dominating world rugby at the moment. You probably look at the Champions Cup, you know, as they lead competition globally at the moment from a club rugby perspective, you know, purely because South Africa, you know, has left super rugby, which has left super rugby in a very difficult position because all of a sudden you just have New Zealand, Australia playing against the likes of, you know, Fiji and and, you know those sort of type of teams um, you know, down under. So with you know the game of influence was very much you know the All Blacks dominating you know for the better part of the last mm-hmm. you know, just under thirty years the game being professional I think it, it has sort of changed its prowess of dominance which I think has been great and you know bodes particularly well for a Rugby World Cup which is happening in a couple of months time which I'm extremely excited about because it's probably going to be the most toughest in my opinion Rugby World Cup to go on and win because given wow. the ranking the top three teams. Uh, three, the top three of the five teams at the moment don't actually qualify, you know, for a semi-final, um, which mm. is scary. Um, you know, Ireland, South Africa, France, New Zealand play off against each other in a quarter-final, so they immediately have two of the top five not progressing, which is going to make for a very tough campaign. And if the Springboks should win this, it will be probably one of the greatest victories, you know, that they will ever ever overcome.
0: So, Brian Habana, uh, how many of those Irish players are South Africans, says Slippery thought
1: <laughs> um, so, so, CJ Stand is not there anymore. Uh, I'm just trying to think. John playing, <laughs> is playing for months at the moment. But I just don't think there's too many. I mean, there's probably uh-huh. maybe some South African blood in there, Mr. Cliff. But, um, yeah, I don't okay. think there's too many voting. Um, Josh van der Fleer is not even South African. I think he's from, um, from the Netherlands. So, you know, we can't even claim him. <laughs>
0: All right, Carl says, "Can you please ask Brian if he's seen the latest list of the top ten rugby players of all time? You are the only South African on that list. Congrats, my friend! Wow, is that why? Aww. Is that GPT?
1: Is that why? I mean, Carl, thank you very much. I, I don't Google um like that anytime soon. <laughs> um, oh, I don't think that can be possible. Surely not. I mean, the likes of uh, Jesus. I mean, uh, I'm just thinking, you know, John no, man, Smith, non- C, nonsense, uh, nonsense, nonsense."
0: own it no. take it we, we, we believe it it's absolutely i, I true need, I need to see
1: i need to see who, who came up with that list because I, I think it's impossible to know that there's only one south african in, in the top i'm extremely privileged and humbled, but yeah i don't see that as a possibility
0: <laughs> all right because it's markets mondays and we were talking yeah. about uh, your your trading just now joking atheist you could tell me if you agree with this or not brian joking atheist says the stock market is like sex you need to know when to pull out do you agree
1: I, 100, I 100% I agree. That is a really valid point. Um, you need to know because the thing is, mm-hmm. you always, and I think that's potentially where so that's this gambling addiction comes from, you're always thinking there's going to be, a, you know, mm-hmm. oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to change, it's going to change. But if you can have literally have that understanding of when to know to pull out, I reckon there'll be more <laughs> profits than there would be losses, 100%.
0: All right. I love it. Uh, Brian Habana, thank you so much for being on the show this morning. Just to let everybody know, Markets Mondays uh, comes to you every second Monday on cliffcentral.com. Remember to follow the link and register with markets.com. You'll get a 30% bonus on your deposit. And you can also check them out on social media. Just follow markets.com. They're all over instagram twitter and facebook and they got lots of cool updates and brian from time to time as well it's good to see you mr habana we will check in with you yep. in a couple of days yep. i'm sure mm-hmm. yeah, and have- best week. See you,
1: finance Magnet.
0: absolutely have a good three-day week Cheers, there everybody. he is Go on. Brian, <laughs> brian habana wrapping up markets mondays and we're on our way leanne i'll see you next week